0: Welcome to the Team ASE Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Mala, and in the next 10 minutes or so, we're going to be sharing some information, insight, and inspiration on a variety of topics for individuals already working or thinking about a career in the automotive industry. But there's a lot more to ASE than you may be aware of, and we'll explore the many facets of Team ASE in future episodes. The Team ASE Podcast is brought to you by ASE, the National Institute for Automotive Service Excellence. ASE is perhaps best known as the organization that provides certification credentials for automotive professionals. Just like ASE, the Team ASE podcast offers something for automotive professionals everywhere. Join us as we explore what's now, what's new, and what's next in the automotive service industry. It's a journey that won't just help you make a living, it'll help you make a difference. It takes a team to build the future. Welcome to Team ASE. Team ASE, more than anything else, is made up of individuals with a passion for improving themselves and the automotive service industry. They do this in a variety of ways, from promoting excellence with their personal commitment to professional certifications, to sharing the knowledge they gain with today's and tomorrow's technicians. Those dedicated to ongoing training are the often unsung heroes in our industry whose contributions of time and treasure are a large part of the team building our future. In this episode, we talk with Scott Brown, co-owner of Connie and Dick's Auto Service Center in Claremont, California, and one of the leading technical trainers in the industry. We caught up with Scott at the 2023 ASE Education Foundation Instructor Conference in Atlanta, where he offered a unique training experience to automotive instructors preparing the next generation of technical talent. I'm talking today with Scott Brown, a well-known shop owner and one of the trainers here at the ASE Education Foundation Instructor Conference. Scott is one of those individuals who graciously gives his time to help those preparing the next generation of automotive technicians have the best information available. Scott, welcome to the Team ASE podcast.
1: Hey, thank you, Tony. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You own Connie and Dix, right? Uh, yeah. So actually, this is my 40th year in the industry. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, yeah, my wife and I own Connie and Dix Service Center in Claremont, California, 35 miles east of Los Angeles. And in October, we'll be celebrating our 63rd year in business. Oh, my goodness. So we're providing service for generations of customers. And we hear stories all the time about how their parents were coming here and now they're coming here. And it's, it's pretty cool. And you're here to do some training. What did you actually cover in your class here? Yeah, so the title of my class, which I did two sessions, you know, duplicated, was Visual Tools for ADAS Instruction. Mm-hmm. And the primary goal is to bring some visuals into what's going on with the ADAS stuff. Uh, Because when I started studying this stuff many years ago, I had trouble understanding, hey, how is this system working? You know, when you go to calibrate a car, you set up all your stuff, you're following all the directions, and you're hitting a button and praying that it says, hey, it's okay. Yeah. Well, we don't get to see what's going on, but I've put some tools together I've got a little AI box, and I've got some development cameras and some other radar simulator or actual radar sensors, Mm -hmm. and we can actually fire it up and interact with it. Oh, wow. And so this is my proposal is to have these instructors fire this up and have their students interact with it, see how it's working. They will gain a deeper understanding of what is actually going on with the car, and uh, hopefully that will entice them to, to investigate more and, and want to become experts in this uh, field.
0: You know, it amazes me. I remember a time when anti-lock brakes were only on airplanes. Advanced driver assist systems, what we call ADAS, mm-hmm. are now pretty much on even the, the lowest model cars. Yeah. I presume we can expect that level of technology to keep growing across the line, right? Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. And in fact, the automated emergency braking, that's going to become standard. So 2022 was supposed to be the year that 95% of the manufacturers were going to have that as a standard feature. Mm -hmm. They've made a couple of changes, and now they're going to have 100% of the vehicles being sold here in the U.S. standard with that equipment. But it'll, it'll be pushed out a couple more years from now. Sometimes they're doing it with less sensors. A Honda, for example, in 21 was able to delete a radar sensor and use this new modern high-definition camera system to carry out those same tasks. So it was able to achieve or improve its performance Mm -hmm. with the absence of a sensor, which is impressive.
0: And even though I don't expect that too many individuals graduating from either a secondary or post-secondary program are going to be programming or calibrating ADAS systems their first day on the job. They need to know
1: about this stuff, right? They do. If they're ahead of the curve, if they're graduating out of a system and have high-level knowledge on this stuff, mm-hmm. they're probably going to catch that wave of, you know, there's going to be a deficiency in or a deficit in people skilled to, to carry out these types of work. And if they land in a, in a repair center and they don't have anybody doing the say ADAS calibration, then they could they could certainly take that position on and and accomplish that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I actually have two apprentices working for me in my shop that are going part-time to school and working in in my shop, and they are both engaged in doing some ADAS calibration. So whenever I get that stuff in, I try to maximize training uh, opportunities, and I bring them in and get them to do either part of it or we go through the whole cycle or what have you. But they're, they're getting experience that, Most don't get, but it's exciting to see their their minds go, wow, okay, this is not too bad. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be prepared for the future. You actually do a lot of training in the industry. You're one of the top trainers.
0: And you're out there pretty much every day helping somebody, I know, because you have
1: customers that come in. But you've been doing a lot of training uh, across the country lately, haven't you? For the last few years, yeah, I've been doing a lot more. I mean, I've been doing training for a long time, you know, either in, internally, externally in the marketplace, uh, training on different things like uh, using computers or training on how to shoot pictures or videos or create, create content. But this ADAS stuff, I, you know, I started working uh, on five or six years ago, a company called AES Wave, George Minshew. Uh-huh you know, they wanted to start selling equipment. And so they asked me, hey, can you help us train our customers so that they can be proficient and hit the ground running when they, when they go into business uh, with this new equipment? And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll get my hair wrapped around it. And I have just totally embraced it. And I get to drive this technology every day, too. You know, I'm driving an, an old car. It's five years old, but it's a Tesla Model 3. And it has, like, all this technology on it, and To be able to experience what it's doing and see the evolution of its capabilities, you know, continue to grow. And then also create content. I mean, a lot of my presentation had events that this vehicle was exhibiting and I was able to share it with the group. And, you know, I had so many people come up to me either after the class, last night, and even today going, oh my gosh, your class was just outstanding. You know, I I saw stuff I've never seen before. And uh, I was just so happy that uh, they were able to to take the class. So that was awesome.
0: You are one of the top trainers in the industry. And you engage with just live data that you've actually done in in your shop. And you are here on your own nickel, volunteering your time to help train these instructors. First of all, thank you from the rest of the industry. But why do you do that? Tell us a little bit about, is it a give-back situation?
1: It's twofold. Or multifaceted, I should say. You know, when I first started in this industry, I got, went to tech school, uh-huh. got out of tech school, went to work in a shop, and I basically was just put on my own. And, you know, and I realized right off that I didn't know everything I really needed to know. And that just, you know, propelled me to start try to learn everything I could. Uh-huh. But I found that a lot of the stuff that that I was, you know, I wanted to take it to the next level and I didn't have access to that stuff or it just didn't exist. So I wanted to try to share what I was learning and try to push it forward and, and, uh, you know, get the get the industry because we kind of all rise together. Right. We do. Yeah. And if I can reciprocate, you know, I want to do that. The industry has been good to me uh, and it's helped me, you know, raise a family. Support my wife. Now I have two grandkids. And and this is just as long as I can continue to do this, I want to do it. Well, it is certainly appreciated. And I know I speak for many in the industry to say thank you. You're welcome.
0: You give back a lot. I know I've talked to a lot of individuals. Uh, You and I have known each other for quite a while. And I've watched you progress through some of the most cutting edge developments, starting with, with your work on IATN and now Diagnostic Network, where you've always been about providing. Not just knowledge, but inspiration to the technicians that are out in the industry. Again, through the interaction that was fostered through the various websites and various uh, chat rooms and that sort of thing that you work with. Up to now what you're doing with the training, you live in the field. And again, helping other organizations like AES Wave, as you had mentioned. Sure, Sharing your knowledge is something that I hope more will emulate. I often worry about knowledge transfer with uh, the generational changes that are going on in the industry. And the uh, traditional mindset of, of some technicians where they like to keep what they know close to the vest because they feel threatened by others, you don't. You go actively share it, and you're trying to raise all the boats. Yeah. I've always said it takes a team to build the future, and that is the essence of teamwork. You're part of the Team ASE crew at this point in time that's doing it all out there, and uh, I just want to say again thank you.
1: Thanks, and, and I do have one more thing to say. You know, this event was really awesome. Yeah. I've been coming to this event for many years, and, you know, you get to see a lot of familiar faces, you know, reconnect, but I meet a lot of new people. Uh-huh. And the coolest thing is that I, everybody that I meet and I talk, I, I ask them, hey, what's your biggest pain point? What's going on in the classroom? Because I want to know, is there something there that I can help with? And so it, this is, it's just a great experience to be here to, to be able to do that.
0: Scott, I wish I had more time. We will definitely be talking again down the road, though. Of course. Great to see you again, too. We've been talking with Scott Brown, one of the premier trainers in the automotive industry. Scott, again, thanks for your time. We'll see you out on the road. Thank you. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's Team ASE podcast. For more information on how ASE can help you grow as an automotive professional, visit the website at www.ase.com. You'll find information on the latest developments in ASE certification, how the ASE Education Foundation is working with career and technology educators to prepare the next generation of automotive professionals, and much, much more. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.